Blast to the Big, brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845-430-8415. I'm Kyle Straub, joined by Pat James, and this is our final player profile episode. We have done all 26 of the 27 returning players from last year's team, and fitting, we, we did this alphabetically, but it is very fitting that we wrap up with Angel Zarate, who is a guy we weren't sure if he was going to be back, a guy that a couple of years ago, we weren't sure if he was even going to be able to be a part of the team, but we come into this year and he is alongside Danny Soretti, 1A and 1B for the most important guys on this team. Yeah. I mean, what a story it's been just to watch Angel progress over these last, you know, here entering his fifth season, you know, only one of three players left from that 2018 Omaha team, you know, along with Clemente Inkland and Kane O'Brien. But as we know, I mean, Zarate didn't see much playing time that season, appearing in only seven games. Comes out of the fall of his sophomore year, not much to really change that point. And, you know, and as we all know by now, uh, the coaches told him that winter that, you know, maybe he should consider transferring. And, of course, Angel goes and famously uh, responds by going straight to the batting cage, gets to work, and obviously really beginning the transformation there of becoming one of the best pure hitters in the entire ACC entering this season. Uh, over the last two seasons, I mean, these numbers are absurd. Over the last two seasons, Angels Rate has slashed 348, 439, 496 in 67 games, 307 plate appearances. And perhaps most impressively, he's drawn 42 walks compared to 28 strikeouts in that span, uh, which has helped him to on-base streaks of 39 and 23 games over the last two seasons. You know, two years ago when he – got the first start, was out there for the Tar Heels and had, I want to say it was over a 400 average for pretty much that majority of that shortened season. And then the, the season gets cut just as you're getting into ACC play. I think there were some questions. There definitely were in my head of how real was what he went out there and did. And he came out last season and showed you it was 100% real. None of it was just a fluke. He wasn't just hot going against competition that wasn't in conference. Last year in what is probably the toughest schedule that any Tar Heel team is ever going to face, 30 ACC games, he goes out there and produces just as well. And we even saw some things that were extremely encouraging because I think he, especially that first year of playing, going into last year, you thought of Zarate as a slasher. Part of the reason he doesn't strike out is because he's not taking a big cut looking to put a ball in a gap or over a wall. He's just looking to make contact and use that speed to beat it out or find a way around the base pass. Well, we started to see that gap-to-gap power, that home run power, kind of emerge last year from Zarate. And you add that into his ability to get on base via the walk or just a regular slap of a, hey, this bad pitch is up and out. I'm going to put it in right field. He is a seriously dangerous hitter. One of, not just talking about Carolina, but the ACC and possibly the nation, one of the best to handle the bat. Yeah. You know, as you said, you know, it's his first six career home runs last season, seven doubles, three triples as well. And I think, you know, I think it's totally fair to expect based on what we've been able to see this offseason that, you know, he's just continuing to build on that power as well. And I think, you know, one of the other things that's good to mention too when talking about Angel is, as we said, you know, he's able to hit for average, able to hit for power, but he's also as good as he's been the last two seasons. He doesn't step away from, you know, just doing the little things again, as we kind of talked about with Colby Wilkerson. He's had 11 sacrifices over the last two seasons, uh, four sacrifice bunts, seven flies. So, I mean, he, there's another guy who's able to make those productive outs, you know, move runners around, um, just, you know, another team guy. I mean, and he really is, I think, you know, 
we've talked a lot about the different leaders on this team. And I think, you know, Angel's the one who, again, not a super vocal guy, but I mean, when he's not there, I mean, as we saw for that little short stint last year, you know, I think it was a six game span where he was out due to COVID protocols. I mean, his absence was felt. I mean, as much as, you know, it could be. And, you know, you saw him here, you know, he gave the senior remarks at the first pitch banquet here in uh, late January. And just, you know, the maturity that he kind of brings to this team, I think is just something that just can't go overlooked at all. You know, you, you had mentioned he does all the little things like Colby Wilkerson. And as a little guy, I can tell you that as a little guy, when somebody doubts you, it makes it really easy to buy into everything that's possibly going to help you to prove those people wrong. And I think especially with Zarate, the stories we know of of everything, that that's 100% part of his mentality and why you see him go out there and have no problem doing anything he needs to do in order to help the team win because that's ultimately what he's trying to do is just, hey, my success means team success. And it doesn't always have to be that I had four for four. It just means that I help the team win in any way possible. I do think the one thing I want to keep an eye on with him going into this season is his base running, especially stealing bases. He's got a lot of speed. One of the reasons that he's in the mix for center field, whether it's center or left, him and Honeycutt kind of, they're figuring that out. But if he can become a base stealing threat, doesn't have to have a big number, but just a threat, that's just another facet to his game that adds to, you don't want this guy to get on, but now if he gets on, can he swipe an extra bag? It's going to help the guy out at the plate even more because the pitcher's attention is drawn away. But it's something I also know that Coach Forbes has talked about he needs to get better at. Last year, he talked about how he just wasn't a great base stealer. Hopefully, he has put in the work to put himself in a position where he's at least an average base stealer. Yeah, I mean, he certainly has the speed, you know, as you kind of mentioned there. And I think, you know, one thing going off what you were saying in terms of kind of that unselfishness that he has – you know, one of the more interesting things we've been watching over the course of this offseason is that battle for center field, as you mentioned, between Zarate and Vance Honeycutt. And, you know, Angels kind of even said that, you know, yeah, I'd love to play center. And it obviously would be great for, you know, his, you know, future baseball dreams and stuff for him to be able to get that exposure out there in the center of this season. But at the same time, I mean, you know, and he's talked about that, he's going to go wherever he has to go. And that's another area where you've seen him just steadily improve over the past, you know, few seasons is, you know, what he can do defensively for you. You know, his ability to play all three outfield spots at a high level as well um, just gives UNC so much flexibility. And it's going to allow UNC to put its best lineup out there. Here's another fun growth story from Young Angels Zarate to the guy that we see out on the field now. Last couple of years in left field, we've seen him. I don't have the number in front of me, but we've seen him have a handful of outfield assists in each season. When he was, and I can't remember exactly what year it was, it was either his freshman or his sophomore year, they're doing infield, outfield, and I'm down in the dugout getting ready to do my pregame interview with Coach Fox and sitting next to him. And I always love to kind of hear his instruction to guys, just those little tidbits that you're not really going to normally get. Um, and Angel makes a throw. And Coach Forbes or Coach Fox tells me when they're coming in, he said, just give me a second. And I overhear him talking with Angel. And he's talking about getting his body behind the throw versus the arm coming out wide. And that's why his throw was off uh, offline, had some tail to it. And it always stuck with me, especially when I started seeing him pick up outfield assists, because it's one of those things that, you know, he was listening. He didn't just hear coach. He was actually listening to him, put in the work 
and now you're seeing the benefits of it. And I kind of feel like that's every facet has followed. So the last one is the base running, base stealing is in my mind, the last thing that I need to see from him to kind of put him at that echelon of some of the better Tar Heels that we have seen come through this program. All right, last player profile, last number to know. What is it for Angel Zarate, Pat? Yeah, so the number to know for Angel Zarate is 32, which is Zarate's RBI total last season. You know, that came with him making 34 of his 47 starts in the leadoff spot, you know, during a season in which, you know, UNC got very inconsistent production out of the bottom of its lineup. Every indication so far this offseason is that Zarate will open the year as the number two hitter for UNC. You know, and with Vance Honeycutt likely hitting ahead of him, as well as, the, you know, kind of the increased expectations that we have for, you know, what UNC can be, you know, top to bottom off Offensively, I mean, it's very easy to see Zarate, who hit 342 with runners on base last season, 50 points better than any player on the roster. To see him get up to, you know, the 50 RBI mark this season. And I think, you know, if he is reaching that, then, you know, that's helping UNC achieve the offensive success that we really think it can have. Um, and, you know, and that's as, you know, as much a reason for any reason for why we expect UNC to be so good offensively. Pat James, I'm Kyle Stroud. That is our player profile on Angel Zarate, and that is our player profile series. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We've had fun recording all of these, and now we get to start recording regular podcasts because the next one that'll come out, it'll be a preview before opening day, which is just a couple of days away for this Tar Heel team. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Bosch the Bigs. So long. <laughs>